Hello and welcome to the Life They Live podcast. I'm the host, Nina, and today I'm having a conversation with Agathe Bulny, who is passionate about makeup. She created her Instagram account in 2017, where she shares her creative looks. In this episode, we talk about the art of makeup, the therapeutic aspect of makeup, the benefits and disadvantages of having an Instagram account, and much more. Agathe will also give you some beauty advice, so we hope you'll enjoy the episode. how are you doing hey Nina I'm doing great thank you thank you for joining joining me on this episode it's very special for me when I do episodes with friends because for people who don't know on this podcast I always talk about the passions of people and I ask them questions about their passions and us for example I think we met we were like 13 or 14 something like that yeah 13 yeah so it's been a long time um now we're 20 and 21 yeah like I said it's special for me because you know I've seen how your passion grew if I may say it like that so for example we're going to talk about makeup today and I remember you know when you created your Instagram account and everything so it's nice to have this conversation because it also brings back memories and we can talk about it so that's really nice actually yeah I saw the process actually I remember my first memory like it's like a little anecdote. My first memory I have of you and makeup was, yeah, when we were like 14, we lived in the US and we were going to like homecoming or prom. I think it was probably homecoming. Yeah, homecoming. Yeah. Did yeah. your makeup, no? I think I did it, but I was like very bad. I didn't know how to do it. And I tried to do eyeliner, I remember for like the yes. first time, but I couldn't do <laughs> it. And stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then I kept removing it and putting it back on. So my eyes were just like super red. And I remember you, you just did it in like one go. And I was like, okay, yeah, you can see the difference between you and I. So that was my first memory. And you actually taught me later on, like years after how to do eyeliner. So now yeah, I do yeah. your technique every time. But <laughs> yeah, so I'm happy to be doing this episode with you. Before we continue, maybe you can present yourself to people who don't know you. Yeah. So my name is Agathe. I'm uh, French. I'm 20 years old. I'm passionate about makeup and artistic makeup. I've been doing it since I was God knows how long. <laughs> I've been I've been playing with makeup since I was in, in uh, middle school. And then I started my makeup account in 2017 when I was 16. And now it's been four years. And uh, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's nice. And yeah, I was going to ask you actually what your first memory, like, do you remember how it started? My earliest memory of makeup, I, I used to go in my mom's like makeup stash and I used to steal all kinds of stuff, like put on mascara and uh, shimmery eyeshadow. And then I would just go out and people were like, oh, are you wearing makeup? Because I tried to make it subtle. I was like, mm-hmm. no, no, it's all natural. <laughs> but it really, I was, I had mascara and all. It was really cool. Or Halloween. I remember when I lived mm-hmm. in China when I was uh, like nine years old, my mom did all these kinds of makeup on me. I had like black eyeshadow and I had a little spider web on my cheek. That was like the first time I really wore makeup out Mm -hmm. and I remember loving it. So yeah, yeah. that's how it all started. When I, so when I got a bit older, around 16 or stuff, I used to play with makeup all the time before I went to take a shower. I used Mm -hmm. to do two different eyes and just try a bunch of stuff and then just wash it off. 
and I used to take pictures and just send them to my friends. I'm like, oh, look what I created, look what I created. And then they actually were the ones who pushed me to create an account. They were like, you should just post it. And that's what I did. I just created an account. But at first it was just like a, a place where I could just keep all the makeup I did. It wasn't, I didn't really think any of it, anything mm -hmm. of it, or I didn't think it would just become what it is today, you know? Mm -hmm. So it just started off like that. It was more like an album almost for you to keep yeah it was track. just to keep track of what i did and just see uh, if i got better if i tried different things different techniques different products and how it work work out how it would work out yeah we're gonna talk actually about um how your account was when you started and now but before i thought it was interesting to ask you when uh, doing makeup really became a passion because you know especially in middle school and high school i guess Yeah, it's not uncommon to just put on makeup because you want to hide, I don't know, like acne or just yeah. because it's something that a lot of people do. So you just do it, but not really because you want to do it, but more because it's a norm and because you think it makes you look pretty or whatever. And for you, when did it become like something you enjoyed and not something you would just do because a lot of people were doing it? I don't know if that makes sense as a question. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Well, I first started uh, wearing makeup because... Like you said, I, I wanted to put mascara, I wanted to put a bit of eyeliner, and then it just grew from that. I started wearing mascara, and then I got my first eyeliner was when I was in like eighth grade, and then I got my first palette, and then I got my first whatever it was after that, you know? It just kept on growing like that, and really became a passion. I think in sophomore year, okay. no, 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 in, in junior year of high school. That's mm -hmm. when uh, we got back from uh, the United States and I really started playing with makeup. And it just, when I started uh, playing around, when I bought like, a, I remember I bought this white eyeliner from NYX and I used to do wings and do a white line underneath it. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just little things I would buy and then it, my collection kept on growing and my love for it kept on growing with it as well. Yeah, yeah, it's very uh, progressive. And yeah. Was there someone or something that inspired you? Like, for example, other friends or family members that did it or just influencers or not really? Uh, yeah, more influencers. Like, you remember, like, Kathleen Lights? Yeah. You were the one who introduced her to me, and I still watch her all the time. I love her. But, yeah, mostly influencers because my mom doesn't wear that much makeup. Like, she wears it every day. She does a bit of uh, eyeliner and uh, mascara, but that's it. And my friends are pretty basic even though I have an influence on them now they start wearing like purple eyeshadow and stuff so that's pretty cool but yeah, um, yeah like uh, Marine mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember her yeah she plays around with makeup I gave her a bunch of stuff so that she could like pursue her her creativity and makeup so that's really cool maybe my aunt Because I remember when we were doing like Christmas parties, she was always the one that did my makeup. And I always loved how she did. She did some brown wings. And that's what I did all the time. I don't know if you remember. I always mm -hmm. did brown wings. So maybe, yeah, her, my aunt. Her inspired you a bit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's true. You were talking about friends being inspired by you. But it's true that several times when I used to come to your house, you would do my makeup sometimes. And uh, yeah. I remember you bought me like a green, um, how do you call it? Like a a pencil you know, liner. pencil yeah a green pencil yeah. liner and uh, i actually bought palettes now with like more colors and stuff and sometimes you know yeah. i try uh it's not always 
amazing but at least I try so yeah I could say also that you inspired me to um, probably like put on more makeup or at least try more creative looks than just you know black eyeliner yeah yeah and uh, with the like if you have green eyeshadow you can just do a wing with the green eyeshadow not really put a pencil it's it it stays soft but while having some color onto your eyes it's a fun way to add a pop of color to a look yeah yeah because you also use products um in different areas right like for example i know several times i ask you oh like where did you buy this red eyeliner and then you tell me oh it's not an eyeliner it's like a lipstick or something no yeah yeah like for example if i do a red smoky eye i'm gonna put red lipstick all over my eye and then pack it on with the red eyeshadow so that way it's a lot more intense or i use a Mm -hmm. body paint as eyeliner stuff like that yeah so that i think that's nice because it shows that you know you don't always need to have a thousand products oh yeah no you don't need and also a lot of people think that you have to buy stuff at sephora or like lancome or dior or whatever Mm -hmm. to have a good quality but that's not true at all most of my makeup the products i use on a daily basis are like 10 bucks like a morphe their eyeshadow are amazing and they're really cheap they're not cheap like the quality is amazing but the the price is very low and yeah yeah you don't need to buy to spend like a a ton of money to have good products yeah i think i remember one time going with you actually to like action to buy like super thin brushes and stuff right yes yeah (laughs) so example also (laughs) yeah i mean yeah of course i think especially now with like social media and stuff people might have the impression that you need to consume and buy a lot of products but sometimes you can do nice things with like the products that you have and you don't need to spend crazy amounts of money so I think I think that's nice and so now we're talking about you know the fact that you liked makeup and it became a passion but um yeah you kind of answered that question or actually what motivated you to start an Instagram account so it was I guess you were saying your friends that kind of pushed you to do it yeah so what changed then when you created your Instagram account? Because I'm sure then your passion probably, I don't know if we can say took a different oh. turn, but at least became maybe more. Yeah, um, it evolved. Yeah. And, yeah, it evolved, yeah. Yeah, um, well, it, the main thing that changed is my technical application and like my skills, I guess. I remember the first time I did a cut crease I was so proud of it. And now if you scroll all the way down on my Instagram account, it's hideous. <laughs> so I I progressed in that. And also um, I used to take my pictures with the back of my iPhone 6 with the flash on. And when I think about it, it makes me cringe, but I used to do that. And the fr- I remember the first time I bought studio lighting, I bought two soft boxes and a ring light. And that was like a game changer I could do because before I used to stand in front of the window with my flash and my back camera the lighting was always off because if it was raining then the lighting was shitty and vice versa so having studio lighting that meant I could do my makeup whenever I wanted because before I was forced to do it in the morning was the lighting was good and so studio lighting changed my life and having camera also and uh, now I have LED panels with a macro lens and macro lens changed my life. I love it so much. You can see all the details, all the details in the makeup, but also in the pupil. I love pupils. You know, it, we, it, we <laughs> took a picture of our own pupils in Lyon. But yeah, uh, yeah I love the I love the macro detail. Mm. 
yeah actually i was going to ask you what do you love most about makeup that might be a hard question i guess i don't know actually <laughs> um like is it me- more like the technique or like creativity or just yeah you said yeah, the eye the, in general also the eye in general is my thing because besides the makeup on the eye because that's for me that's where you can be the most creative with it but also the pupil like it makes everything because you can put a contact lens and change your whole eye spec like if you put on blue contact then the makeup is going to change totally you know mm. so yeah but maybe the the endless possibilities i guess because i've been doing this for four years and i've never done something that's the same you know Mm -hmm. there are endless possibilities with makeup there are endless color combinations shapes you can do literally whatever you want and that's yeah that's what i love the most about it yeah i just want to add two things to that so the first one is because i didn't ask you yet what you post on your instagram account but it's mostly then makeup for the eyes right like eye makeup Yeah, I make Yeah, I take like a uh, macro shots of my eyes, and uh, I also do sometimes uh, lips and mm-hmm. uh, full face of makeups. But I mainly do eyes. I'm gonna be honest. Honest, it's it's easier because I only mm-hmm. have to do one. <laughs> I don't have to worry about the symmetry. I can be. I can spend more time on it and be more precise and have every detail perfect. Because when doing mac- macro photography every detail has to be perfect because otherwise you can see all the flaws Mm. it's not like when you're doing a full face of makeup and you're taking a picture from afar you don't really see the small details so it doesn't really matter if it's perfect but because I take such close-up pictures it has to be perfect so I like spending the time I can spend oh that's one other thing that changed before I when I started my account I'm a lot faster now I remember spending like two hours on one eye and now I spend barely an hour on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I lost my myself in the track of it, but yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, you were talking about like full face compared to one eye. And I guess also for yeah. your subscribers, it's nice if they can really see the details of the eye so that they can, you know, maybe recreate it or see really how yeah. you did it. Because sometimes full yeah, face, it's yeah. harder than to see. Yeah, the, yeah. I, yeah. yeah, I do videos also sometimes, but that that kind of takes away the pleasure of doing the makeup for me because when I do makeup is very therapeutic to me I put on my music I get in my bubble and I just do my thing because when I have to film it it's I have to concentrate I have to make sure that it's in the frame that it's on focus that I'm doing the right thing but my thumb is blocking I don't know what it is and it's just the whole process and then I have to edit it so, but I, I love seeing the end process. It's just while doing it, it's not the best uh, experience, I guess. So that's why I don't do it often, but I try to do it every, every, every once in a while. Yeah, for you, it's you enjoy it more when it's just a picture. Yeah, then... yeah it's just me focusing on my thing and then I just take my picture. Yeah, yeah, because then while you do your makeup, you can do anything you want. Uh, yeah. And you don't have to worry about, like you said, the camera, for example. Yeah, I can understand yeah. that. That makes sense. And you talked a little bit about creativity, the fact that you've been doing it for four years and, you know, you've never done the same thing twice. But I feel like I often ask this question when I do um, episodes about anything artistic. Um, Did you have hard times when you had no creativity? Like, what do you do if that happens? If sometimes you're like, okay, I just don't know what to do. Does that happen often? And what would you do in that case? 
yeah, it happens to me quite a bit, especially uh, right now. And what I do, that's what I did the other day. I, ca I counted my palettes, have like a 30-ish palettes, and I did a number generator, mm -hmm. and it gave me a random number, and I used that palette. Mm -hmm. And then okay. if, I, if, if from there I don't know what to do, then I'll go on Instagram. I have a saved makeup uh, collection. I'll go in there and see if I can be inspired by the color combination or the shape of it and then mm -hmm. see what I can work on with the, the palette I have in front of me. And if it's, the palette is not enough, then I do an, another number generator and I pick another palette and that way I use them in conjunction with each other. Yeah, that's a nice idea actually To There are also like um, websites where you can create or generate color palettes, you know, where they give you several colors that go well together yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah I, I did that too mm -hmm. sometimes. Yeah, that's nice, I guess, because you're still being creative, but it helps you. It's like a help that you can use to yeah. push yourself maybe a bit more out of your comfort zone or something, if you're used to always doing the same looks, at least. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes I'm just going to count the shades. If there are like 20 shades in a palette, I'm going to generate like five numbers and I'm going to use these five shades in one look. So that's mm -hmm. going to challenge myself to create something with these shades that I won't normally put in together. Mm -hmm. Okay. Great. That's what I do when I'm in a slump. Yeah, yeah, I think that's also nice advice for anything that has to do with art, actually, not just makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you also do um, art on the side, right? Like it's mostly like painting, yeah. or yeah. I I mainly paint. I love uh, spray painting, mm -hmm. and uh, I paint with a spatula. Also, I love it. It creates this, these textures and these blends of colors. I love it. And I draw a bit too, but uh, yeah, I mainly like doing, I, I guess I like painting more because of the brushes. Mm -hmm. I'm so used to using, using brushes on my, for makeup. I, I guess I like painting more because of it. Yeah, because if I'm not wrong, you first started liking makeup and then you started painting. So yeah. it went in that order, right? Yeah, yeah it went in that order. Mm -hmm. So probably then makeup had an influence, I would guess. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah and in terms of the um, we're talking about creativity and stuff are they makeup looks that you love and some makeup looks that you're like okay I'm never gonna do these types of looks yeah there are there are stuff that I won't do or never say never but stuff mm -hmm. that I do the least are avant-garde makeup mm -hmm. it's basically it's really hard to explain but it's like body painting. Like you paint your whole face and you're gonna stick on some pearls or some rhinestones or stuff like that. Okay. There's an amazing artist called Cindy Chen Designs. She's an avant-garde makeup artist and her stuff is amazing. I don't mm -hmm. know where she takes her creativity from, but it's insane what she does. So that's the thing I don't do because first of all, I don't have the makeup equipment for it. And second, it's just not something that I, see myself doing i've never tried it but maybe i'll try it one day when i have the makeup for it mm -hmm. but uh yeah avant-garde is the one thing that i don't really do okay and uh the opposite like something that you like to do the most probably a mix between editorial and glam so okay. editorial can be a bit more light some uh, magazine stuff you know so yeah. maybe some sharp uh, lines, some bold colors, some uh, very dewy skin, and mix it with glam. So a bit more, a bit more eyeshadow, a bit more sparkly with a big wing, 
Mm-hmm. But keep it with and put gloss on top. So I love doing that. <laughs> love putting gloss on top of everything. It just makes it take it takes it to the next level. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Make sure too. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, also your looks never look exactly the same. So yeah. it's a hard question to choose like one type of look. Um, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I don't. I don't even know how to define my own style. So it's kind of a mishmash of everything. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. But that's also good, I guess, not to do the the same thing, but to yeah. vary, yeah. And um, just to come back to your account on Instagram, because that's where you post your makeups. I think you also have TikTok, right? I have TikTok, but I don't post often on it. Yeah, so Instagram is your main social Instagram media platform, yeah. And um, are there, of course, it has a lot of, advantages i can guess to be on instagram and it probably like you said helped you evolve a lot but are they aspects that you don't really like of having a makeup instagram account that we wouldn't think about because you know the um audience or the subscribers might not necessarily realize certain aspects that might be more negative yeah. well you get sucked into like the bad sides of it i guess it's like the numbers are going to become what you only think about. And that's what we were talking about before we started the podcast, the podcast. Mm-hmm. Like I've been stuck for the, with the same amount of followers for a year. It keeps on going down. My likes are barely at like 200. And it, I know it's super sad to just focus on numbers, but that's what motivates you. You know, when you spend hours on a look and you're so proud of it and you post it and it barely be, gets any love. Yeah, you get a, a bit disappointed, and that's that's human, I guess. But uh, so that's one thing. But so the algorithm, I don't like. <laughs> but another another thing is, I feel, and I've that's what I've noticed for the past few years is that when you don't follow trends, like you gotta follow trends to be popular or go viral or whatever it may be. And I think that's very sad because I never follow the trends because I don't like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really don't like it. And I think like if I were to do reels and follow all the trends and like recreate all the Met Gala looks because that's what everybody's talking about lately, then mm-hmm. I would probably like maybe gain a bit more followers. But that's just not me. I don't like doing that. I don't like doing everything that everybody does. Yeah. So that's the downside of it, I guess. Like if you don't do it like everybody else or if you don't follow the news uh, of makeup, like if, I don't know, Kim Kardashian did whatever. And then if you don't recreate it, then no one's going to talk about you, you know, because mm-hmm. you didn't recreate that st- specific look. Yeah. So that's a bit sad, I guess. Yeah, I can completely understand. And I think even though a lot of people say, you know, likes and views and everything are not important. And it's true, it's not the most important thing. Obviously, your passion should come first you know you shouldn't do what you're doing for the likes and views but if you spend a lot of time on something and then you get no feedback then it's just like yeah I mean it can be demotivating I understand that like I know for me for example if I post a podcast episode I I do the podcast episodes because I really like doing it I like having the conversations talking with the guests so even if no one would like listen to it and stuff I would still do it but it's yeah. true that sometimes, you know, it's nice to have some feedback, even if, if it's to 
I would say like not maybe criticize you, but if it, even if it's to tell you something you could improve, it's still nice to know, okay, like I could improve this, I could change that, someone liked this aspect. But if you get no feedback at all, then you just don't know if what you're doing is right, yeah, good or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't know if like you did a good job or not, if people liked it or it's yeah. quite difficult. Yeah, so I, I can understand that. And you were talking about trends and it's true that on Instagram, I've seen a lot, you know, you need to do reels and stuff to like yeah. grow on Instagram. So I've been trying, to be honest, sometimes to do reels. And even though it's not always the most comfortable thing to do, I mean, yeah. I still like find them fun sometimes too. And I always do things that I... um like how can I say that I feel aligned with I would never do something that I don't feel like doing but it is kind of true that sometimes you feel forced to do reels because everyone says that that's how you're going to grow and everything so yeah Yeah, I I understand I guess that it's also part of the of the game I would say right if you're on social media yeah but it's it's true that most and most businesses now also are on social media it's almost like it's inevitable nowadays i feel like but I yeah i feel like no brand has no make like every brand has an account on instagram yeah like so, you're kind of because that's how you do partnerships with the influencers and stuff like they're they're obligated to have one yeah and also to get known right so that people yeah exactly. get to know that's your brand yeah, yeah. Mm. and you can have special offers just on instagram when you follow them like a special code or just like be aware of whatever yeah. it may be yeah that's an interesting conversation it's true that we have it sometimes you and i actually since i yeah. started the podcast mostly mm-hmm. um but yeah i can totally understand where you're coming from and i guess it's not really true you know when people say okay views and likes don't matter at all because at the end of the day a little bit still you know I, I don't, uh, yeah exactly like i'm still gonna do makeup from even though i don't do it as much as i used to i'm still gonna do it from time to time that's because that's my passion it's always gonna be there yeah but it's true that when you spend so much time on something like if you if i were to do a painting i spent like hours and hours on it and then you someone saw it and was like okay <laughs> then of course yeah. i would be sad you know because i would love the thing that i did so it's kind of the same thing, I yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, well, that's that's interesting. I think we could talk about this for like a long time. Yeah. But <laughs> I thought it was nice to talk about this aspect. Yeah, and we didn't talk actually at all, I think, about your studies. But you... Yeah, I'm always, honestly, I always struggle to say in one word what your studies are because I never know the exact words. So maybe it's best if you explain it, but it's not, it's not related to makeup. That's why I thought it would be interesting to talk about. Yeah. So I study graphic design. So yeah, I use a Photoshop and Illustrator on a daily basis. Okay. And uh, I actually did a six months internship at uh, Louis Vuitton Mm -hmm. and it, uh, it was amazing we use Photoshop to change the material or, or the color of the some bags or recreate motifs with the, the monogram. And we, it's a lot of fun. The people there are super nice and I'm actually continuing there for an apprenticeship for two years. So I'm excited to start this new chapter of my life. It's really exciting. And also it kind of, the, the work I do at Louis Vuitton and the, the work I do on Instagram kind of cross over with the, the detail they're so meticulous sometimes we get asked to move the print like two millimeters up mm-hmm. nobody's gonna notice that the two millimeters are up but they're so such perfectionists that it has to be perfect and it's it's uh, understandable because there's such 
this huge praised company, this number one luxury brand, you know? Yeah. So it's understandable that everything gets got to be perfect. And I, I kind of see and translate that into my makeup when I want every detail, every little aspect of it to be perfect. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a conjunction between them all. Yeah. Yeah. And I can really see that you're very happy also that you did an internship at Louis Vuitton that you were really happy. So I think that yeah. that's great that you found something that makes you happy. But um, I want to go back like a few years earlier to when you had to choose your studies and why you didn't decide to pursue like um, makeup. Yeah, makeup, but like professionally, I would say. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, the main thing is because of my parents. They didn't (laughs) want to. (laughs) They didn't want me to because they didn't think it was a real job or whatever. So they I went to see um, um, my counselor, the counselor, the counselor. Yeah. A, pr- a, pr- a private counselor not from one from school and she really helped me understand what I wanted to do after mm-hmm. school because I hated high school like math and stuff like that I just were French my god <laughs> but <laughs> the um, yeah I wanted to do something that was completely different from school not having like physics and math and stuff like that like, I hated it. I hated it and I found this where I could be on computers creating stuff and doing a uh, web design graphic design creating logos and graphic charts and stuff like that and that really that's what I love doing now and now yeah. I'm doing my master's in direct in artistic direction and I couldn't be more happy happier to do my apprenticeship uh, at Louis Vuitton it's going to be amazing I feel like I'm gonna learn so much and it's gonna be wonderful <laughs> I yeah, so you don't regret at all the fact that you didn't. Oh no, because uh, now I don't. Up. I don't really see my because I don't. I've realized with time that I don't like. Well, I don't. It's not that I don't like, but I prefer to do makeup on myself rather than on, on rather than on others. So mm-hmm. doing makeup professionally wouldn't be like I think it would be something that I would enjoy, but maybe more like SFX makeups for like movies and stuff like that. I think that would be more interesting rather than doing beauty shots. Yeah. Yeah. Again, that's an interesting conversation because, you know, a lot of people say that your job should be a passion or like your passion can be your job. Yeah. But in your case, then that's not really what you would even want. Yeah, that's not what I would even want because I found another passion while working there, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, so and it's I, a, I can mix yeah. the both. I can mix both of them because I gotta be creative there. I gotta be creative when I do my makeup. So, I always and when when while I'm painting, you know, it's always something that I creativity creativity is something that I always use on a daily basis. So that's maybe like my passion for creativity, I guess. Yeah. that is makeup and graphic design and in painting yeah yeah that's nice what, that's nice what you said because you're still then saying that your job is a passion but it's a new passion it's not the one you had yeah yeah it's something I discovered uh, it's yeah. something you discovered yeah yeah that, that's an interesting way I didn't really look at it that way before it was kind of like okay or you do a job that is a passion or you do a job that is not a passion but it's not that arbitrary actually yeah yeah, you can you can become, you can fall in love with your job or you can mm-hmm. see some aspects of it that you can, I don't know how to say it, like you can incorporate in your daily life, you know? Yeah. 
yeah yeah you have to stay open-minded I mean if I look at myself even when I was in high school like you I was like okay I hate math I hate science I don't want to do anything yeah. related to science but I really liked uh, psychology and nutrition and everything and I was like yeah I'm never going to be able to do that because I don't like science and now I study public health and I realize okay you don't have to be a chemist or a biologist or whatever to do public health so yeah if you're open-minded actually you can find your way yeah. to mm-hmm. through things yeah yeah for sure okay and um now let's do a little advice moment what yes. would you advise maybe well yeah to someone who loves makeup and would like to start a well i guess it could be instagram account or any social media honestly yeah uh, advice i would say just do it like mm-hmm. just and don't do it for the wrong reasons don't do it to get a lot of followers to get free makeup to get to get anything to get money because that's just not gonna work and you gotta really do what you love don't be forced into trends like me you know I'm, I'm it's not something that I get interested in so I just don't do it I don't force myself to do it so just do what feels right and be genuine in what mm-hmm. you do yeah okay yeah that's a, I think could work in anything other than makeup also so yeah yeah advice for anyone yeah maybe being on social media also could follow Just that be, advice be you don't try to be something someone you're not and people are gonna love for, uh, you for who you are Just yeah be because otherwise it's not going to be sustainable it's like you've been doing yeah. this for four years for example if you don't like it you just can't continue yeah exactly like if you put on this persona for everybody to like at some point you're just gonna crack and be like i don't want to do this anymore yeah because especially at the beginning like me like with the podcast for example you know there's not a lot of views and like i said i don't do it for the views um, because if i was doing it for the views i don't think i could do it for that long you know you have to do it because you like it and you have to expect that at the beginning it's not gonna you know blow up or anything yeah exactly yeah okay great and another tip i thought it would be nice maybe if you had like a you know makeup tip you would like to share with the people listening to this podcast like anyone who likes makeup and is listening to this podcast what would you advice uh, yeah the main thing would be uh, about lashes if you want l- your lashes to be long and thick and non-clumpy that's the one thing uh, i highly highly recommend you using a lash primer mm-hmm. i use the one from uh, l'oreal the lash paradise primer and it's a white base that you let dry you have to let it dry because otherwise if you go in with your mascara while it's not dry you're gonna have some the formulas are gonna mix up and you're gonna have some gray weird mess on your lashes okay make sure to let it dry and then you go in with mascara and just one coat will be enough this the primer creates a barrier like creates some texture on your lashes that and then when you go in with mascara your mascara has something to grip onto Cause there's mm-hmm. something on your lashes because if you go in with mascara and you have nothing on your lashes it's just going to slide on them and you're going to have to apply three four like not, not three four but like two or three layers to get the volume and the length that you want mm-hmm. whereas if you use a primer you just have to use one layer so your lashes won't be clumpy and they will be long and thick okay yeah i mean people listening to this podcast uh don't have a visual but i think the thing that uh <laughs> represents you is really lashes you know like yeah. since i've known you you always had super long lashes so i yeah, would say I this to. is a good advice to follow your like yeah. expert on lashes <laughs> <laughs> and castor oil castor oil is amazing if you want to grow out your lashes mm-hmm. 
Okay. Yeah, I've never tried it or really heard of oh, it, to be honest. You should. Yeah. Castor oil, it's in French, is a uh, huile de ricin. Oh, yeah, then I've heard of it. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's totally different name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've heard of that. It's like, good for your hair and like nails and everything, yeah. right? Which is, yeah, exactly. But it yeah. helps to grow up your lashes and eyebrows and stuff like that. I use it all the time. It's amazing. Yeah, great. Great advice. And we had more than yeah. one advice. So yes, uh, that's great. <laughs> and if people want to know more, obviously, there is your Instagram account that we didn't even yes. mention. So would you like to just mention it now? Uh, yes, it's behelegate. So B.H.E.L.A.G.A.T.E. Mm-hmm. It's like a B for because my last name starts with a B and then my name is Agat, so Agat and Heligate because there's, I don't know, B Heligate, B Elegant. It's like a, okay, I don't yeah. know. That's how I found the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever asked you the question actually, how you how I came found up the with name. But well, I just mixed the letters of my first and last name and, and leaving yeah. a couple of them out of it. And then I just saw B Heligate. Yeah, I think the H is, uh, I didn't really know why there was an H, but like you said, it's for the... Agat. It's from Agat. Oh, yeah. Okay. I wrote it A-G-A-T-E, but normally it's T-H-E, but the H is just in the front. Okay. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) It's always, you know, the stressful thing when you have to come up with the name of like your account or brand or whatever, because you're like, you're going to stay with this for years. So you have to choose kind of carefully yeah exactly well nice i don't know if there's a last word you would like to say before ending the episode maybe um if you have future projects or not necessarily at the moment uh future projects i don't know i really want to get into halloween makeup so i guess so being the look on the lookout for that i think i'm gonna do a lot i really want to experiment with sfx makeup this year yeah so like zombie and cuts and stuff like that yeah, so, that would be yeah. great. It's coming yeah. soon then, actually. I don't know when it's Halloween is. Soon, yeah. I need to <laughs> get on that. <laughs> Halloween is what, like end of October or something? Yeah, 31st of October. 31st of October, yeah. Okay. Well, then, um, great. I'm looking forward to see what that would look like. I've always also been interested in this, but I'm just not good at it at all. I guess you just have to practice. But Yeah, it's just practice and having mm-hmm. the good materials. Not materials, like the good products. I mean... But the techniques are very different from like glam makeup, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because you don't want it to shine. You don't. You want it to look natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want it to be too too thick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, yeah, I'm like I said, excited to see what that would look like. Um, yeah, I think we've came. We've come. I think we've come to the end of this episode. Then again, Agat, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. It was really nice of you to accept. It's it's my pleasure. And again, I was super happy to talk about your passion. And like I said, bring back some memories. I think I think it's nice. And also, you know, this, like you said, you talked about your Instagram account being like um, kind of album, you know, where you can keep uh, your mm. progress i'm sure this podcast episode you know just in a few years we can look back at it and see uh, yeah exactly. what changed and everything so <laughs> it's nice to have some something like that yeah um so once again thank you and uh-huh. thank you to everyone who was listening to this podcast episode you can find agat on her instagram account you can also find the life they live on instagram it's the life they live underscore podcast and of course 
don't hesitate to give your feedback whether it's good or bad you know i'm always looking to improve and i'll see you on the next episode bye <laughs>